everybody. Hey, what's going on, guys? I am Janae Strother. I'm Sean Spencer. Back. We are back. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. I gotta go out and let. Hold up. Alright, alright, alright. I am Janae Struthers. I am Sean Spencer. And this is Let's Talk Football. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Sean Spencer. One half of that dynamic duo that's Let's Talk Football. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm here with my guy, man. I'm here with the family. The man that's doing it that I learn from every single day. My man, Anthony Handy. Uncle Shay Shay, what up, Anthony? Hey, what's, hey, what's good, man? What's good? Look, look, look. You, I hope you got them hip waders on, cause you <laughs> every day, every day, every, every day. day, every day. Yes. Okay, all oh, right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Much, much love. I pre much love. I appreciate that. <laughs> you already know, man. You already know. I got. I got to show love. I got to give the excitement. I gotta yeah. bring some joy, you know. Oh, oh we gonna have we gonna have joy. We're gonna have joy like Prince Akeem at the at the at huh. the at the rally. Joy! Oh. I'm very happy to be here. Exactly. You got people gonna be inviting me to weddings talking about Lord, we done ran out of wine. Well, normally I don't do this, but uh <laughs> go ahead, keep the party going. Yo, I got shut up, my guy, man. Anthony Handy, man, founder of Zagniv Productions, man, got his thing going on. He's got the Ball Pit Podcast. We're going to talk about those things, no doubt, later on. Yo, he's got a shoe line that's out. Alivesshoes.com, new shoes is hot. Yo give, yo, give us a little something, man. I know you you, you got to be in a lot of different things, baby. What, what's going on? What you got going on? Okay, so, Pete, I'm going to go back a ways. I originally hailed from Savannah, Georgia, joined the military, Wound up stationed in Northern Virginia, right outside of D.C. Uh, right before I came to D.C., got into the karaoke business, uh, rolled that over when I got to the D.C. area. Up until three years ago when I moved out here to Oklahoma City, I was very heavy in the karaoke business. I worked all over the DMV. Matter of fact, me and you was have been rapping for about six months before we found out we had crossed paths at one right. of my venues in Herndon right. at, the, at the Ned Devines. Um, I've... I've I do. I write and uh, produce my own music. Um, I've gigged with your boy Brandon and uh, GP Vibe. I used uh -huh. to gig with them. Uh, and then um, earlier this year, I got the idea. It's like, well, I'm doing a podcast. I'm doing. I'm, I'm doing a couple of podcasts. Yeah. Uh, I'm working on some stuff for designers some shoes. I got a little bit of merch. So why don't I go ahead and get <clears throat> get the company going? So I took my stage name, Mr. Fingers. Pull the Oprah, pull the Oprah, put my thing down, flip it and reverse it. Yes, yo, flipping if it fit, yeah, nipple. Oh no, flipping if it fit, yeah, nipple. So I did that. So uh, I changed the name. I changed the name from Fingers to Zagnif. So Zagnif uh -huh. Productions uh -huh. LLC. Hey, what's good, Nathan? I see you. Man, what up, there. Nate? What up, wait, man? wait. Let me let me pull the Sean. Let me pull the Sean real quick. Hey, uh, fight, wait a minute. Hold on. Shout outs to my boy Nate. You can see my man Nate with us here on Let's Talk Football. Let's get it. Gotta get. <laughs> Let's go! Yes! 
This is Lord what we do, man. That's why I'm man, I'm glad I got you on here. That's what's so <laughs> so uh I decided so I was designing this, I found this site to let you design uh design shoes. And if the design passes the uh their design team, they'll let you market them and sell them. So I've got a line of shoes out. I created a shoe for each of my children. Uh, for my wife's youngest son, I got a shoe for my wife. I had a shoe for my mom's. That one hasn't, I haven't gone public with it yet, but the Ma Duke special dropped back in June. Um, my youngest son's shoe, the uh, the um, uh, the baby, uh, no, what is it called? It's called the uh, BDG, Baby Donald Glover, because when he had the, when he was first growing the Afro, yeah. he, he looked a lot like Donald Glover. Like right, if right. he if he took off his shirt and if he took his shirt off and walked around going this is America, right. <laughs> like for real, like I'm not kidding, right? But then he straightened this. Then he then he uh, he straightened his hair. Now he looked like uh, Superfly. But uh, we go, we could <laughs> look. He walk in the kitchen. I mean, he come walk in the kitchen. I mean, bon, 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 bon. I don't. And then he just look. He look at me like. I don't even know what you're talking about, Dad. Like, I had to pull up the picture. This is where my generational gap showed. Like, because you know, Superfly was back in the 70s. I had to pull up uh, the picture and show him. It's like, I don't even look anything like that. I, I don't have the I don't have the picture up right now, and I don't have his permission to put it up on the internet, but I'm gonna show it to you after we get off, and I'm gonna tell me he don't look like Superfly. All right, yeah, I want to see that. I want to see that. But you know, but that, that's funny though. It's funny that you mentioned that. Because I remember coming up and, and you probably had the same experience. Our parents, they man, we they we get they gave us all their stuff, all the old stuff. We knew Superfly, we knew all that. So if somebody said we yeah, looked like, them, <laughs> we knew about Superfly, we knew about Lola Falana, we Come knew on. about Motown, yeah. we knew about you know we knew about Jesse and when he before he was running for president, talk about our time has come. You know, right, right, before right. that, for so long they told us it was a light at the end of the tunnel. They never told us it was a train. Anyway, you know, we knew about Jesse and the Silver Age movement and all that stuff. And now these kids don't know nothing, man. You put mm. music on and the kids be like, who is this? I'd be like, right. that, that's Michael Jackson. That's not Michael Jackson. That's right. little Michael Jackson. He used to sing when he was little. He was singing since he was five. You don't know. Yeah. Never mind. They don't know. They don't we, know. You just keep TikToking. <laughs> Keep TikToking and doing what you do. It'll come back Look, sooner or later. They they sit there, they hear a song, they said, Oh, it's this. I said, No, that artist covered it from this artist that had it that originally played it. I'm like, come on now. <laughs> two of the funniest things, it's funny you mentioned that two of the funniest things that I saw happen where where that is concerned. When Missy Elliott was in the Super Bowl with Katy Perry and Twitter blew up, kids were like, Y'all don't know who this Missy Elliott cat is, but she about to blow up. And I'm like, uh, I'm like your boy. I'm like your boy that's doing the, the, the TikTok videos now. I'm I'm like, right. <laughs> I mean, uh... Kabi Lamain. I think that's the Kabi Lamain or something like that. They're yeah. like, Missy been out. Missy been out since the '90s. Where you been? And then the other one was when um when uh um baby got back. Kind of had a little bit of a comeback. Mm. And people was like. Yo, who's this dude singing this Nicki Minaj song? That's not how it go. Like, they don't even know. They don't even know. Like, that. that's where we are right now, my friend. That is. That is. That absolutely that, is where we are. Like, okay, you're twenty. You're twenty, and you don't recognize music from thirty years ago. 
Mm-hmm. Like I gr- listen, I grew up in a small. I'm from Savannah, Georgia. Okay, uh-huh. Savannah. It's not as small as it used to be, but I grew up in a small. Savannah was a small town. It didn't barely have a couple hundred thousand people in it, and we had like three, four, two or three FM stations and a couple of AM stations. So I grew up listening to gospel. I knew uh-huh. about Loretta Lynn, Conway Twitty, George Jones. Come on I, now, look, come on. I knew I knew about Elvis, Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, uh, Sammy Davis Jr. I knew about <clears throat> I knew about uh, Patsy Klein, and mm-hmm. then I knew about Motown, the Motown mm-hmm. sound, the Philadelphia sound. I knew, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. I knew about all of that and the funk and George Clinton, uh, Parliament, Funkadelic, and Bootsy Collins and James Brown. Like I knew all of that growing up. Oh yeah. And oh, now yeah. these kids, these kids don't know anything. that's not within yeah. a two a two year window. No, no. They know samples of things that they've heard from it, but it's like they don't know the original. They know it after it's played over and played over. It's it's bad. It, it's bad. But 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 I, it's, look, look. It's funny to me. It's funny to me now listening to the radio and hearing something. Although I'm not, I'm not even gonna lie to you, I don't listen to unless something gets uber hot. Say, I don't. If, if something gets uber hot, then I'll pee. Yeah. Like if I hear Bruno is dropping something, I'm I'm jumping on Bruno because Bruno got right. Bruno got that sauce, but. I don't listen to a lot of stuff, but then I'll hear something and I'll be like, I'll be able to just listen to it and go, okay, they got that sample from James Brown. They got that sample from Eric B. Yep. and Rakim. They got that sample from Bon Jovi. Oh, there's <laughs> a little it, Michael Jackson thrown in right but look, there. Is this, and tell me, tell me if this is just me. Doesn't that make you want to go listen to the original? Boom. I don't want to listen to that. <laughs> I want to listen to the original song. because You know what I mean? That brings me back to where I'm I don't know. I mean, I I, I, I throw this I throw this out there. There's a couple of there's a couple of collabs that the sample was perfect for the song. Like when SWV did the cover of the Mike Jackson Human Nature joint. Oh yes, that was yes. on point. Uh, that was absolutely on point. That, that that's probably the best one. Yeah, honestly, to tell you the truth, that's the best one. And then did you hear? They, they, and then they also had a remake where Wu Tang came in there with it. Oh no, I didn't hear that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, Wu Tang Rizzo. I think Method Man was on that track and every everything, man. It, yo, I'll, I'll send that to you after the fact. That was okay. a dope track. They okay. brought that, and it was a boat. It was because it was that whole human nature thing, the whole human nature backtrack, and then it had them kind of remixed off of that, and it it was hot. Oh, two yeah. other, two other, two other remakes, and then we got to get in this football. Two oh, other remakes, yeah. two other remakes that really got me going. And ironically, both Michael Jackson. Um, one of them is. The Billy Jean Blackstreet remix of No Diggity, which is dope. Mm. It's No mm. Diggity, but it's a Billy Jean remix. So they sing in Billy Jean, but then the No Diggity, the No Diggity hook is in there. And then the oh. other one is there's this guy from I want to say Eastern Europe. I don't I don't want to misspeak where he's from, but his name is Peter Bentz, and he is a classically trained pianist, and he has done covers of Beat It, Human Nature. And um, he did a mashup of Smooth Criminal oh. and uh, and Bad. Oh wow! And 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 they both they all three of them are banging. I will I will I will link you to the videos. Oh yeah! Please. As soon as we get done with the show, for sure. Please do that. Please do that. But look, we got we got to get into football, man. We're here for football. We shout out to y'all that are watching, Nathan. We know you're watching, Kevin. I think you're watching. Mm. Man, I, you, you see me hang. You see me hang my head because now we got to talk about something. That just right, right. We talk about, but look, but even before we do that, even before we do that, man, I would talk about all the things you're doing, man. But I think the thing that that I most know you as, and the most was your most famously known as, as as somebody that you represent that you actually went to the same school with. Yes, sir. My, my man over here. Uh, <laughs> uh, sometimes you might see him with Skip. 
yeah. My man is saying it. So Uncle Say Say is in the Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, 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 Sean, we, we, thank, we thank you for having us on the show. Uh, right, right. My man, my man, my man, Anthony called me up. Uh, you know, we called him Marcus back in the day when he was in school. Uh, you know, he used to walk around, always had on his shirt and tie. I saw him out there pledging with the alphas, doing the little old six thing or whatever. I was too busy playing football, riding around the campus, riding around the campus in the bins that my brother Sterling bought me. But you, we didn't go talk about that because you know we used to go back over to the dormitory. The girls come off, we do a little something for do something. See, Club Shay Shay been around for a long time, Sean. Just yeah, want to yeah. let you know that. Just want to let you know that. Dog, oh, we used to have a good time. You could tell me I wasn't doing things, big things on that campus, man. <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh, I love that. Yo, so ladies and gentlemen, Shay Shay, he gonna be in and out of here. He gonna, but look, you know what I love about that man? Cause look, I, 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 you, you a man of my own heart. I'm a man of your own heart. You know, you went to Savannah State, HBCU. Yes, sir. I went to Virginia State, the Trojans. You know, HBCU. <laughs> you know, that's actually one of the first things me and Janae vibe for on. Wait a, minute. Wait a minute. That that was y'all thing. Y'all used to like publicly yell it out in public. Did y'all do that off campus or was that just an on campus thing? I did that when I came back from school in Northern Virginia with all my other friends. I'd be like, Trojans. They're like, oh, cool. <laughs> they didn't know. I didn't do that on campus. No, no, no. I, I would go, go say. Because, you know, you out somewhere in, like, Cracker Barrel having dinner, you just yell out, the Trojans? They'd be like, what right. the hell? We don't have any of that to put on your chicken, sir. I'm sorry. Is that a sauce? I don't I don't right. understand what he's saying. What is happening here? What, what is... <laughs> well, we, uh, we definitely did. And, and you know what? And, Anthony, we talked about it off camera, man. That, there, is a, uh, there is another life. There's a lot of there's a lot of players that have come from these HBCUs. Most notably, a lot of the older guys. You have the William William Lanier. You brought up my favorite, the guy that that started me loving my Washington football team, my Washington Redskins. Let's hey, I'm old school, Mr. Doug, Doug Williams, January first, Doug E. Fresh, Doug Williams. The first, first African American quarterback uh, to win huh. a Super Bowl, oh, and, and not just smart. and not and not just win, hmm. but win in convincingly. I watched oh, yeah. that Super Bowl. They beat the okay. they beat the dogs not out of the Broncos. The breaks off them. They the beat breaks. the breaks off. I mean, he just stepped back in the pocket, and and Doug had a cannon. Mm. Doug had a cannon. That last touchdown was ridiculous. It's like, mm -hmm. I don't even remember who else. I, just to tell you how far back that was, I don't remember who else was on that team other than the fact that I think, no, no, I'm sorry. Shanahan was not, the, co up, Shanahan was not the coach of the Redskins. No, I'm sorry. Here. I knew I knew, I, I knew who was on the Redskins team. I didn't know who was on the Broncos team. My bad. Um, yeah. But, yeah, Joe Gibbs was the coach. And uh, Dexter Manley and all, mm -hmm. yeah, I so I remember those guys. But like oh, Doug yeah. was Doug was the dude. Like yeah. and like Doug Williams to this day probably does not have to pay for a meal or anything nope. anywhere nope. in the DC area. Nope. Uh, um, and he came from an HBCU. A lot of people, well, a lot of people don't realize Grambling University. Uh, Grambling's in I want to say Alabama, Louisiana. Grambling's in Louisiana. My bad. Yeah, yeah. My bad. My yeah. bad. I'm oh, yeah. thinking definitely Louisiana under the great thinking, under probably the greatest coach of uh, all time in college football history. Well, some people would argue you down on that, but 
let's just go ahead and say spit facts where the facts are. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't I don't know exactly what year it was, but it was somewhere in the last up in, up until somewhere in the last decade. It was recently, yeah. He was the most winning coach in the history of Division One football, and his name was Eddie Robinson. Eddie Robinson, yes, sir. Eddie Robinson put a lot of actually Eddie Robinson put a lot of boys in the league, um, or got guys uh, got guys good enough that they could get a look to get to at least get there. What they mm-hmm. did when they got there was on them. But he, I mean, Grambling. I put it like this: Grambling. I don't want to make that type of comparison, but Grambling was the Alabama of HBCU football programs. There was a time when you you like you had don't get me wrong, you had your Savannah Stacey and Lucy Landis and your Morris Browns and all of that. But Grambling was up here and everybody else was chasing because Eddie Robinson had a whole he he was on a whole different level. Yeah. Um uh he coached he probably might have coached a little longer than he should have but the legacy that he left behind. I mean, even Doug went down there and couldn't do nothing with it. I mean, how you follow behind Coach Robinson? You can't. Well, you can't. You can't. I mean, it's like to be like the Joe Paternos and the Bobby Bowens, which everybody knows about. But right. you have Eddie Robinson, and if you look at the list of people, list of guys that he brought into the league and mentored, I mean, Doug Williams for me is enough. But you got guys that came into the league and then followed, and he followed them in and helped them out. Eddie Robinson was the, the epitome of coaching. And right. because of the HBCU, because he went to an HBCU, unfortunately, didn't get, in my opinion, didn't get his just dessert. He did get, he's in the Hall of Fame, he's all that, but it, it took too much time. Right. You know? Right. You know, um, and, and a hard act to follow. That's just like um, when Vince Dooley retired, it took, it took almost two decades for Mark Rick to come along. When hmm. Saban, when 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 Bear Bryant retired, Alabama kind of languished. Gene Stallings had a little bit of success, mm-hmm. but then they got rid of him. Now you got Saban. When Saban retires, it's going to be a long. It, 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 I, 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 I'm going to say that I think it's going to be a long time before Alabama is at that level again. Um, I mean, they might get there. He's got a whole lot of proteges out there coaching, but Eddie Robinson was head and shoulders. Head and shoulders, head and shoulders. I mean, we yeah. mentioned we mentioned uh, we mentioned uh, Shannon Sharp. I, I I used to see Shannon Sharp in the student center on campus, mm. and, you mm. know, playing pool, talking. But the same. Listen, Shannon Sharp is the exact same. All y'all talking about? Oh, he talked too much, and he do yada yada yada. Shannon Sharp was like that back in 1990 when he was on campus at Savannah State. He mm. been like that. Talk smack to people on the pool table. Go go ahead, shoot that eight. You gonna miss it? It's gonna bounce right off. Look at look at watch 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 watch. I told you he was gonna miss that. Let me go ahead and shoot this. Good game, brother. Good game. Good game. He been like that, but he went he, to a he went to a HBCU. As a matter of fact, uh, six degrees of separation. Um, I I pledged Alpha Phi Alpha at on campus at Savannah State. My right. line brother, his father was the coach of the football program. Bill Day, huh. Bill, William Robert Davis Senior should be at least at the at the absolute least in whatever Hall of Fame it is for. D D one D two. He should be. He coached Shannon Sharp. Put him in the league. Huh. He coached another dude named Ernie. I want to say Diggs. I can't remember his last name. He wound up going. He wound up getting drafted by Coach Davis. Put by three or four guys in the league before he yeah. reti- before he retired. Yes, sir. He huh. did. A couple guys from Savannah State. Um, 
yeah. And so, you know, and then you've got, of course, when you talk uh, HBCUs, now we're we kind of go drift off football because this particular school is not necessarily known for their football program, but yeah. they are not they the me, we got we can't mention HBCUs without mentioning it. The Mecca, the first okay. HBCU in the United States, Howard University. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, right, sir. right in right in the nation's capital. And yes, the number of prestigious uh people from business and education and politics and um, entertainment that have come from Howard University. Um, the number, as a matter of fact, I was just talking to a friend of mine today. He's on the alumni, he's part of the Alumni Association. Um, Howard University, because of Kamala Harris being elected vice president, mm -hmm. this year posted the highest number of applications in the existence of the school. They oh, wow. got 30,000 plus oh, wow. applicants. Oh, wow. And my niece wants to go there, so she's gonna have to. I'm gonna have to talk to her, tell her, get us stuff together. Um, right, right. <laughs> but seriously, you got Kamala Harris, you got Thurgood Marshall, um, Andrew Young. Uh, we who else we talk about? Chadwick Boseman, Wakanda mm -hmm. Forever, Taraji P. Henson, um, mm -hmm. uh, Paula J. Walker, I think, went to Howard. Uh, uh, Diddy, uh, Diddy was just Diddy was just the guy throwing parties on campus, and now he's look at him. I'm sorry, he was just Sean Collins <laughs> back then. Sean, when he was when he was Sean, he was Sean. throwing parties on campus. Now he's Diddy. You dig what I'm saying? Right. So right. It, you know, and, and a lot of these schools have these models that if you can, if you you can, you know, if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. As a matter yeah. of fact, Savannah State, um, one of the educators there who was the president of the school said, "You can get anywhere mm. from here." Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nathan Shy, the group Shy. Uh, matter of fact, who also are fraternity brothers of mine. Matter of fact, mm -hmm. we, we were we were I was online at Savannah State the same time that Shy was online at Howard. There we go. And they got the name, they got the name for the group from one of their pledge brothers. That was his line name. His line name was Shy. They was like, yo, can we? And he's like, Yeah, yeah, go ahead. And he's like, I should have asked for some money. Yeah, but I mean, Hampton, Hampton University, just off top of my head, uh, Wanda Sykes, because Wanda graduated from Hampton. Um, Morehouse University. Morehouse University. That. We don't, we, I, more, it goes without saying. We know who Morehouse's yeah. premier alumnus is. Mm -hmm. I have a dream today that one day my four little children uh -huh. will be judged. We'll live in a world where they are judged by the content of their character right. and not the color of their skin. I have a dream today. <laughs> Hallelujah. The, Reverend, the, the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King from Morehouse. Um, uh, uh, and then you want to talk Morehouse men? We could talk about Spike Lee. We could yeah. talk about Mr. What's in your wallet, Samuel L. Jackson. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So the HBCUs, there's such a rich history of what they bring to the table. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, okay. Nate, Nate uh, chiming in there. Talk about you Hillary. See that, Nate. You're right. Probably the most, probably the most famous fictional HBCU in Hillman College, uh, product of a uh, different the world yeah, because of the Cosby's. And we wanted Denise to go where she decided, but she decided she was going to Hillman where Claire and I attended when we were young undergraduates. And I would say to her, do you want to dance? And she was like, no. <laughs> And so I wandered back to my room, which is where I wanted to be in the first place. Um, you know, Hillman, Mission, hey, I mean, hey, Hillman, Mission, Col 
Mission College from School Days, uh, Truth College from Step Up. No, mm-hmm. Stomp the Yard. I'm sorry. Yeah, it, it's a culture, man. It is its it own. Is. It is it a is. subculture of African American culture and a goodly amount of prominent uh, African American businessmen, educators, blah blah blah, in this country came right from HBCUs. Oh yeah, you know, oh right? without a doubt, oh, without a doubt. I love that. I love that. Hey, ladies and gentlemen. If, if you love that, man, if you were listening there, there's so much out there. And I like we both went to HBCUs and there's still so much more that we can bring to you. Someone said the mainstream haven't, hasn't seen. So check that out. We're going to be bringing up a new podcast coming in. I, I, we talked about it in the background. I'm bringing it out today. It's still in the works. Tales from HBCU talking about our experiences, talking about the the lifestyle the whole how the different dynamics of coming from an hbcu and then coming into the mainstream world it's different sometimes a culture shock but it it is so nice and there's a whole different just like anthony alluded to a whole different camaraderie a whole different culture a whole different aura about it just 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 in between classes standing standing on uh, just walking back (laughs) and just seeing the cars just I will I will give you this snippet and then we really gotta get we've been 25 yeah. minutes. We haven't even touched football. I know, yet. I, I know, Look. I know, but hey, the chemistry is good, man. We're going back well, to absolutely. Abso- absolutely, absolutely. I I I remember as a small child, like it, get going to Savannah State was almost my destiny. You understand what I'm saying? Because my father graduated from Savannah State in 1968. My mother graduated from Savannah State in 1969. Um, my parents would take me on that campus every year in the fall for football games and homecoming. And that was my first exposure to the HBCU marching band and the drum majors mm-hmm. and drum majors and the band and the just the spirit of the football and seeing everybody come back and going up on the campus. And that was my first time seeing the the the, the plot, the Alpha Phi Alpha plot with the, they had the black uh the black Iron black iron seats with the brass letters in them. Oh, our plot is we got a banging plot, bro. We got a banging plot. Uh, uh, It is is literally black and gold. It's black iron seats with the Alpha Phi Alpha and then the chapter letters on the outside in uh, brass. And the neophytes have to go out there, polish the brass up, make it look real nice. And and just meeting everybody was out there. Um, And then my mom started working at Savannah State. So she would pick me up from school in the afternoon because Savannah State wasn't that far from school I went to. She'd pick me up in the afternoon and then take me with her on campus. And I'd go to the study hall with the college students yep. and do my homework. So, right. so then everybody on that campus knew me, all the professors, all of that and everything. So I graduated high school. I went off. Now, you see, I got Georgia on. I love my dogs. I love my tigers. Oh, Don't get me twisted. I love oh, my tigers, but I love my dogs too. So I went off my freshman year to University of Georgia. And let me tell you, while it was a memorable experience, I will say this. I was a number. Because I went, I had a, I remember having an um, entomology class, study of insects. I was in a classroom with like 80 or 90 other kids. I came from a high school where it was like 20 kids to a class. I'm sitting with 80 or 90 other kids. Professor wouldn't even know if he was there or not. They passed the roll. Like he wouldn't know until he checked the roll sheet. And I had a partner of mine used to sign me in. So, um, you know, the smallest class I had my freshman year was music appreciation. And that was about 15 to 20 kids. So, but I just felt like a number. 
You know what I yeah. mean? I knew yeah. the kids in the dorm, but I felt like a number. So I didn't do so well my freshman year. I was on academic probation. I, I own it. I goofed off. I partied. I chased, I, hey. I, I chased a few women. You know. Uh, so, uh. I, I, so while I was on academic probation, I had to go to another school to get my grades up. So I applied at Savannah State, let them know I was on academic probation. And this folks still working at Savannah State that knew my parents. So they was like, well, he should have come here in the first place. Why he go all right. the way out there? I had no problem. Look, had no problem. Got enrolled. And then when I got out there, I found out some of the same damn professors that taught my parents was still out there teaching. Oof. So Oof. they knew. They, they, so it was it was no I had no cut cards. You understand what uh, I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Oh, None. Yeah. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> they Zero. Knew you were. Oh, yeah. So all the professors knew who you were. If you missed the class, they called your house or they or you missed the class. And then they saw you on the yard. It's like, oh, I see you missing from my class. But you out there on the yard talking to someone such a girl. Uh -huh. You know, you, you the lady, the, the like the lady in the cafeteria. If you didn't have no money, she'd be like, you ain't coming to get lunch today. Well, I ain't had no money, Miss Pat. Child, come on in here. Go fix that boy a chicken and egg sandwich real quick. Like it was like it was like that. You understand? Family. What it was it was, family. it was it's one huge family. I I do not know where anybody I went to University of Georgia with is, except for my one homeboy from Savannah. Who also pledged Alpha Phi Alpha the same time at UGA, same time I pledged at Savannah State. Him, he's the only cat from Savannah State that I from from that went to UGA. That I I don't know where my roommate is. I can't find. I don't talk to none of them cats. I got folks on social media and my phone. We still check on it. We are like family. We check. Right, right. You go you go on Facebook and say having a hard day. SSU family's on it. Yo, you good fam? You need anything? Quick, hey, right, what, quick. You know what I mean, it, it's it's. I'm not now. Don't get me wrong. I'm not knocking a big school. If you go to a big school and make your way at a Harvard and a Yale or a Georgia or a University of Tennessee or a University of Alabama, that's all for you. Do it. I had right. my I had my coming of age at an HBCU. Yeah. And and then for me, growing up, I went to a private school that was. I was there was I was I was in a, I was in a small number. Mm. Okay, and then. I went to a high school that the racial demographic was a little bit more even, but it wasn't like, you know, I had to, I, I still had church. I mm -hmm. still had family, mm -hmm. but like my experiences outside of the house and outside of my safe spaces were very mixed. So being yeah. at, being at Savannah state was the first time in my life that I had an experience outside of my safe space yeah. that I was, with you know yeah. with, with with a full African American like people understood if I said to oh, somebody yeah. if I said to somebody man I'm having a hard day blah 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 they knew what I was talking about they right. weren't looking at me sideways now right so you know that helped that helped flesh out who I would eventually become as a person so I wouldn't trade those experiences at Savannah State for nothing no. man not no. a thing now I, we go we're gonna save that y'all just got a preview of tales from the HBCU Coming yo, yo, coming soon. We got the commercial coming out to you. Check them out. Check those commercials out. They will be coming. And, and look, and they're going to be coming a lot. They're going to be coming right there. We're going to flood the market with it, man. We're going to saturate the market. People are telling us we oversaturated. Good. I want them to be like hey, Kevin hey, Hart. Hey, I Sean, want them to always hey, know Sean. the name, baby. What's hey, up? Sean, hold on a second. You don't want to over. 
you don't want to oversaturate the market, Python. You know what I'm saying? You, you, know, you don't want to overcook the canola. You understand what I'm saying? Otherwise, your stuffing won't stay in it. You get what I'm saying? Ah, I see what you're saying. Hey, we should give, them a little bit of the, give them a little bit of the time. Give them something, you know, just a little enough to keep them hungry. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, just nibble up. I'll talk to Tommy two thumbs. We'll put the thing together. We'll make it happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, shout out to my man. Yo, and, and listen. It's been, fun games. It's been fun. It's been exciting. It's been great. But now let's get into the meat of it. Let's get into the meat of it. Ladies and gentlemen, my man, Anthony Handy, bless his heart, is a diehard Atlanta Falcons fan. And I've been questioning that loyalty a lot lately. <laughs> I've been quest I've been questioning my allegiance to that flag for a long time. Brother, <laughs> like, you've you've dealt with some I things over them, the though. last couple years. You dealt with some things. I don't want I, I, I don't even want to do this to you, but ever since the 28 and 3, it's been rough. Bro, it's, it's been, been rough. rough. Look, that was hold on. Let me make sure that you understand. Go ahead, go ahead and clear that out. Go ahead, talk. Let's go. It's been rough before that. Huh. How about oh, yeah. let's how about let's talk about 2010, 13 and three. Uh, first round by yeah. knocked out of the playoffs by the New York Giants. Mm. Let's talk about 2011. I think they went either 12 and four or 11 and five. Didn't have a first round by, but they still they didn't have they didn't have to play. They didn't have to play a playing game in the wild card. Yeah. Bounced out of the first round by the Green Bay Packers. Then. It was just a downhill slide from there. Then they picked up Tony Gonzalez, and things started picking up. They picked up Julio Jones. They gave Julio, they gave Roddy somebody to be on the other side of the field. Oh, yeah. Oh, they yeah. Went up and down the field with. So everybody wasn't keying on Roddy because they were burning Roddy up, man. Huh, huh. And then a couple more seasons later, there was this fellow out of Kansas City said, well, I'm a free agent. I guess I'll go. You know what? I kind of like them cats in Atlanta. I'm going to go see what they talk about. Brought Tony Gonzalez in the house. Ooh, woo. So now you had you had three. You had the best tight end in the league at the time. Well, yeah, you had the best tight end in the league at the time. Yeah. One of the one of the best, because I'm not going to take nothing away from Unk, because Unk, I think Unk was still playing. Yeah. Or maybe he had just retired. But you got one of the best tight ends in the league coming and looking to rejuvenate his career, maybe get that ring. Maybe be that last piece of the puzzle to get Atlanta to the promised land. Oh, yeah. You got you got Roddy White, who even though he got some mileage on him, is still one of the most dangerous receivers in the NFL. And you got you, Julio Jet Jones. Huh? Defenses didn't know which way to look. Yeah. And I believe that year, if I'm looking right, if I remember it correctly, that year, oh my God, the Falcons went uh 13 and three, something mm -hmm. like that. Matter of fact, mm -hmm. we're going to jump into Matt Ryan. We'll talk about him again in a second. 2012 season, Matt Ryan was uh, – good Lord. Matt Ryan in 2012, uh, 422 completions out of 615 attempts uh, for 4,719 yards. Statistically speaking, his second best season of his career. Yeah. And they still were not able to make it happen. So then I was I'm gonna be honest with you. I wasn't even paying attention the season they went to the Super Bowl. I was yeah. working so much at the post office, I used to never get to watch games. Yeah. Cause um number one, I wasn't paying for what's the thing? The the uh the 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 pay-per-view. What was the thing? 
for what football or uh, I wasn't paying for NFL Network or whatever it is. So oh, I NFL Network, yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't paying for that, so I could Red watch Zone, again. NFL Red Zone. I wasn't paying for that, and Man. so the only time I got to see Falcons games is if they're playing somebody in the NFC East, or right. if they were, if they, if the, if the, the uh, then Redskins had already played and they were the three o'clock game, then I got to see them. Right. So what wound up happening is Direct TV. There you go. That's what I was thinking about because you could pull up any game on direct TV. I wasn't paying for that. So I was working for the post office. I was generally out running Amazon packages on Sunday. I was not even paying attention until one of my coworkers was like, yo, um, your boy's in the NFC championship. And I was like, for, for real? I'm like what? Like, I, I didn't get, I didn't, I did not get to watch a single game that season. I was yeah. like, say word. Okay. So I sat down and watched the NFC championship game thinking they were going to lose. Right. I think I fell asleep. I found out I did fall asleep. I found out the next morning they were going to Super Bowl. I was like, "Word, okay, okay, this is this is it right here." The first the first Super Bowl they went to when they played the Broncos, I was not expecting them mm. to win. Mm. The Dirty Bird, you know they they had just been the Dirty Birds for a hot minute. I think Dion had already been traded, but they had Jamal Anderson and Jamal Anderson. There you go. Thank you, Nathan, Chris mm-hmm. Chandler, Madden, Jamal Anderson, Kelly, all of them. Broken. Yep. Uh, well, Michael Vick wasn't on that squad. That, yeah, he wasn't there yet. This was was it was it Jeff George? I think. Yeah, the backup think, Chandler was a starter, and the backup I think was no no George. I think was gone because that's George was George was a starter. Jeff George was the starter for that game. I was not I it was expecting Chandler. What that was Chris Chandler. I had to go back and look. Don't get me the line. But anyway, at any rate, then you had uh, Robinson went downtown and got arrested mm-hmm. uh, trying to buy some. Mm, yeah, well, trying to buy some good good from yeah, an undercover he, police officer. Yeah, he turned out to be funny. <laughs> uh, and, and then uh, I, I was not expecting the Atlanta Falcons with the squad they had. And so Eugene Robinson, I think, was his name. And he was a yeah, was, yeah. was he a DB or a wide receiver? I believe he was, he was, a, he was a, no, no, he was a, he was a DB. He was a safety. Okay, he was he was, he was he was a big cog in that defense. I was not expecting yeah. Jamal Anderson to beat. The Denver Bron- John Elway and those Denver Broncos. Mm-hmm. With, with, I think Romanowski was still on that squad. Uh-uh. Yeah, I, I wasn't expecting uh-huh. that to happen at all. But but the same matter time, fact, people, matter of fact, people, matter of fact, Unk was on that squad. Was he? Oh, was he on the Denver Broncos? Yeah, that last two Bowl Championship squad. Uh, not the last two, but the, the one back in this was in ninety six, ninety seven. By Man. then, by then, Unk had graduated and had been drafted and was playing with the Broncos. Okay, because he played with yeah. the Broncos first, then he went to the Ravens, and then he went back right. and retired from the Broncos. Okay, yeah, so, the early years, right? Okay, so I was happy to see Unk. I wasn't expecting the fight. I was, you know, it was, it was like, yay, we're there. I want to watch the game, and you know, and then I, my feelings weren't hurt because Shea got his first ring. So you know, right. boom, right. there it is. Well, um, see, and the, the thing was, then, though, you, the, you guys beat the Minnesota the week before. That was a Super Bowl in itself. That oh, yeah. Minnesota oh, team was that's amazing. Right. That's right. Because, because uh, matter of fact, his was messed up. Um, they had already sent – remember, they had already sent correspondence to Dennis Green. May his soul rest in peace. The Bears are who we thought they were. Who um, we thought they were. We let them they, off the hook. They, they sent – Correspondence to Dennis Green saying congratulations on winning the NFC Championship before the game had even been played. Oh. Nobody expected Atlanta to win, wow. and Atlanta Atlanta went in there and get, beat Minnesota in the nose and wound mm. up kicking that field goal mm-hmm. and to go to the Super Bowl. Uh, matter of fact, I remember that because 
we had church program. I was at church. I was at church. I went in to say something to the pastor. I was a, a, assistant minister of music. I was getting ready to go and start playing the prelude or whatever. And the pastor came out and said, I just got a call from home. The Falcons is going to the Super Bowl. I was like, what? So anyway, that was, I, didn't, I, I, didn't, I didn't really sound like that at 27. But my voice was, <laughs> my, my voice also was not this deep yet. So it was more like, what? Okay. <laughs> it wasn't like, ah! no, it wasn't like that. That's like that's like that's like uh that's like women at a new edition concert. No, that ain't uh-huh. how that's supposed Talk to go. To but, sweat. Especially, sweat. <laughs> especially when Ralph sing, starts singing with you all the way and take a shirt off. Mm. Ralph had Dang a bird chest. Look, Ralph Transvant had a bird chest for 30 something years. Ralph, I love you. You my dude. Keep your shirt on, dog. Just say it. <laughs> hey, hey, look, hey, if a man wants to take his shirt off, let him take his shirt off. Shout out to my guy, the shirtless wonder, aka Mr. Moist. Ab low in the building. Okay, yes, okay. You know what I'm saying? If if Ab if Ab had those kind of vocal skills and well, he was in concert and he took his shirt off, you know, that's my guy. He swore. I mean, but, but real quick, I mean, apparently you and Ab, you know Ab's favorite karaoke song. Oh yeah, so it's apparently uh, Ab knows what he gets down with. Nah, he just be he just be goofing and being loud, and but because we, he normally does it at a show where we all know each other. It's yeah. all good. Like if we went somewhere where we didn't know nobody, that this KJ would be like, "We gonna take that back." <laughs> hey, look, <laughs> we gonna take that he, back. He would ask no questions. He'd just be like, "We're good, right?" <laughs> just slowly, just slowly. That's Yo, not how this works. That's not how Yo. any of this works. <laughs> shout out to my man, Ab, the shirtless wonder, one third of Washington Football Weekly. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. It's like McDonald's. Bada bow bow bow. I'm loving yes, it. Mm. Bang. Ow. That's what we do. That's what we do. It's about right. to go down. It's about to go down right now. Woo. Let's get it. Let's get it. Hey, hey, without, hey, without further ado, 40 minutes in, we've been talking. The chemistry is there. Let's go ahead and bring this out, man. Let's talk first and foremost, Atlanta Falcons. Julio goes to Tennessee. What? How, as a, as a what, Falcons fan, you heard that. What did you feel? Yeah, talk to me, man. What, okay, how do you feel? I wasn't surprised. It's, it's it was it's been pretty well known in Atlanta that Julio wanted a change because um, they they made a push. I think they I I kind of tuned out after the Super Bowl loss because I was just not because I was mad at Atlanta. I mean, I was kind of mad at at, at, at the, the front office and the coaching staff, but I just kind of tuned out for a little bit. But it's because they made a push back and they got. I think they got the, – I don't know if they made it to the playoffs or not, but they – eh, you know what I'm saying? Julio was unhappy. He's – he's at this point, he's given most of his prime to this squad that's not giving him any help because yeah. at least when they had Roddy, then they went in and they brought Julio. And they kept trying to bring these other guys in to help Julio after Roddy and Tony retired, and they just weren't fitting the bill. And then nobody really seemed too keen on working with Matt about mm. doing something to 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 pick up. I'm gonna get to your question in a minute, uh, 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 Nate, because that's where I'm working. Stay, stay with me for a minute. Don't skip, Bayless. Don't be jumping in front of the line. Just sit back. Oh, see, my grandmother used to tell me back in the day, you put the car before the horse sometimes. Then the car is not going nowhere because the horse is gonna walk in the other direction. That's what she used to tell me. There you go. There so, you go. <laughs> so they weren't doing anything with Maddie Ice. They had all these quarterbacks that they had that they had this prime opportunity to pick up and draft since the Super Bowl. Mm. 
One of them's in Cleveland and Baker Mayfield. Mm. The other mm. one's in Arizona and Kyler Murray. Uh, your boy went to your boy went to Philadelphia. Uh, Jalen Hurts went to Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. They uh, got him too. Uh, Lamar Lamar is in Baltimore. Like all these quarterbacks that they could have brought in to give the offense a boost or at least make. I think the problem with Matt Ryan is. They gave him a whole truck. They backed up the Brinks truck. When they went 13-3, and three, they got bounced in the first round, and he still got a contract extension, made him the highest paid. Yep. The next season made him the highest paid quarterback in the league. He oh, yeah. feels like – and I don't – I'm not I'm not mad at Matty Ice because I didn't know who the hell he was. It's like we drafted who? Boston from College, where? right. We drafted who from where? College. <laughs> and then I started oh, seeing him play, and I was like, I was like, okay, all right. My man, this is kind of legit, so I'm going to rock with it for a minute. And I was like, okay, my man is decent. And it was like, all right, let's. I was like, you, let's go, Matty Ice. Like, you know, if he went from Matt Ryan to Matty Ice, I, when I start right. calling you by nickname, you family. You did right, right. We, we <laughs> you close know. now. We close now. <laughs> you know, if I'm calling you by your proper name, either we ain't cool like that, or it's somebody around the circle that ain't that 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 ain't supposed to know the inside right. stuff. We'll no, be right, that long because right. you mess around and be like. They'd be like, yo, if somebody roll up on me, they'd be like, yo, what up, fingers? What's going on, man? What up, fingers? What's going on? Be like, hey, fingers, how you doing? I, I don't nope. know you. Who are you? Nope. 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 <laughs> nope. Now, my first name ain't fingers. It's Anthony, Mr. Handy, if you're nasty. Okay. So ah, we'll keep this thing rolling. Ah. Um, but they weren't doing anything to help him out. And he kept getting yeah. hurt because they kept yeah. putting on. And it just seemed like like he played in the Super Bowl. How many, how many targets did he have in that Super Bowl? Little mm-hmm. to none. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like his and then everybody says, "Well, his production is down." Well, they're not throwing in the ball, right? You got this right. stud wide receiver that nobody's throwing the ball to. Ain't nobody throwing the ball to that baby or nothing. He just out there by himself in the in the middle, just kicking rocks on the side of the sidewalk. Well, I guess they'll tell me when they want me to play, but for now, I'm just gonna be over here. And so then here comes another draft, and they got opportunities to pick mm-hmm. up wide receivers. And your boy, um. Your boy didn't win the Heisman. Where did he go? Devontae Smith went to Philly. He went to Philly. And then, um, so what they did, they did pick up Kyle Pitts. But what they mm-hmm. didn't do was pick up a, a a quarterback. They should have been picked up a quarterback. Just like uh, just like Bill Belichick was like, I don't know what that kid, can mis- that kid from Michigan can do, but we're going to pick him up. Because Drew Bledsoe mm-hmm. ain't going to last forever. Because Drew Bledsoe had been around the league. He had, at that mm-hmm. point, he was on his like third or fourth team. And right? he was he was immobile, too. He couldn't move. He was a statue in that pocket. Right. and Because he, he had been hurt. And then he got hurt again. Mm-hmm. And what Lewis happened? Put it to him. He got hurt. <laughs> was, it, was it Ray Ray? No, no. Mo Lewis. Oh, Mo Lewis. I thought yeah. you said Ray Lewis. I was getting ready to say. Oh, oh. I, was, oh, I, was, no, I was getting ready to say. I was getting ready to say. Ugh. You know, when they were looking for a tight end huh? to bring to Baltimore, I told Coach one thing: Shannon Sharp, bring him here. That's that's my that's, a, that's my bad Ray Lewis impersonation. I'm working on that. That's a bad Ray Lewis impersonation, but we gonna work on that. But anyway, uh, so they let all these wide receivers and all the all these stud wide receivers go other places that are doing big things. They let all these stud quarterbacks go other places and then doing big things. Meanwhile. Atlanta's biggest problem is Matt Ryan's production. Mm. Um, he's still putting up numbers, but a lot of his numbers are trash numbers. As a matter of fact, his first 
I'm sorry. He did pretty good this year. His first season, he put up 3,400. His first season, 3440. Last season, 4581. But he was playing from behind, and they were so far behind, defenses was just playing zone. Like, just don't let don't let him get in the end zone. Exactly. Don't let him get in the end zone. And even then, his quarterback rating was 93.3, which for him, people keep saying he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. At this point, when you have guys like Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers and um, – As the regular, yeah. And, 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 and your boy, I, I like to put ketchup on my steak, Mahomes. Hmm. You know, that's not – I'm sorry, that boy. I looked. I, I I rocks with him right up to that point, and that's where I cut that off. They like, know. No, I, I ain't sorry, putting no, Look, matter of fact, if you got a steak that's cooked properly, you ain't got to put nothing on it, boo boo. Um, <laughs> let me All see. hundred. Matter of fact, his best statistical year, his best QBR was one hundred seventeen point one. That was okay. twenty sixteen. Okay. Matter of fact, let's see. The year they went to the Super Bowl, that was a twenty seventeen season, mm. and the Super Bowl was in twenty eighteen. His his QBR that year was ninety one point four. He only oh, threw wow. for four thousand ninety five yards. Oh wow! You understand what I'm saying? So Man. he's he's putting up these numbers, but he's just putting up garbage numbers, and it's yeah. it's it doesn't make any difference. Like um, when when it's the biggest thing for me for him when the game is on the line, you can almost just just sit back and wait for the interception, and yeah. and then you hear and it's picked off, and you just go and there it is. Yeah, you know? right. So we were so, waiting on it. Here so it I was yeah. not surprised. When Julio went to Tennessee, Julio yeah. Jones, Dirty Bird Nation still loves you and appreciates you for everything that you did. I we I, I personally think that you are first ballot Hall of Famer as long as they don't look at like the last four years body of work. Not your fault. They ain't throwing the ball your way. The Falcons mm-hmm. still better put you in the ring of honor if nothing. Oh, yeah. oh come on. So, oh yeah. So uh, so I wasn't surprised. And now yeah. what's going to happen is now you have an AFC opponent. That that you just gave you just gave the Titans another weapon. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I haven't looked at the schedule yet. I don't know if the Falcons play the Titans this year, but they just gave the Titans a weapon because everybody is just like uh, Dak and Zeke. Their first season together, mm-hmm. Zeke ran roughshod over everybody. But then people figured out Dak didn't really have no arm, mm-hmm. so all they did was they played lockdown on the deep threat, and pre and they played lockdown on the deep threat. Turned Dak into captain check down and stacked a bunch of dudes in the box. And Zeke was still getting his numbers, but he was having to beat and bang his way to get him. But now you got Julio going to Tennessee, and now you got a deep threat. I'm, I'm going to keep my eye on Tennessee. Watch out for him. I'm telling you. Tennessee, you got Tennessee Julio and AJ with Derrick Henry, too. They've been in the playoffs each of the last two years. Watch out for them. I, I like that. I like that. So. As long as they, as long as they both stay healthy, yes, because they're healthy. And then this whole COVID, who's vaccinated, who's not vaccinated? Oh, uh, bro, that's a whole other topic for another. That's a show. whole other thing, man. We gonna it's heads, get, so we gonna see. It's getting real. They think it's getting I, real. Oh yeah, I, I can see cats fighting in the locker room like any given Sunday. Game check. Game check. That's. Hmm. It's legit. Oh yeah, they going hard over. It. They going hard. Over it. Hey, listen, I gotta shout out my man's Anthony Hand. Uh, Anthony Handy, you on the show? I gotta shout out my man Nathan Snell, who definitely covered it. Uh, definitely went in there and was talking about the whole COVID uh, nineteen and what uh, Roger Goodell was saying and how he came out with that. So that's gonna be very interesting, and we will definitely bring that up on another show. But you alluded to it before. 
Kyle Pitts, you got him, you know, first round, what, fourth pick in the draft. Which uh, I think, which yeah. I think is which I think is a good pick, but are they going to give him some help? Or are they going to do what do to him what they did to Roddy, to Tony, and to Julio? You had three, you had I don't know if Roddy White will ever be a Hall of Famer. He I think he probably should be. He probably won't be first ballot if he's even eligible yet. But you got you definitely got Tony Gonzalez is definitely a Hall of Famer. Mm. Julio Jones is probably gonna be a Hall of Famer. At some point, Roddy will probably get in the can um Canton. Mm. But you got these three stud receivers, and you basically run them in the ground. Mm. Are you going to just, you know, that's good, but it don't do no good to have a stud wide receiver if the quarterback is going to throw a pick. Right. Like, <laughs> I, I I look at I look at uh, uh, Matt, uh, Matt Ryan is kind of like a Cinderella version of Mark Sanchez. Hmm. Like, well, seriously, <laughs> if you look at, bro, if you look at his stats, his productivity drops from quarter to quarter. I got that. I think I got that pulled up too. I had to pull it up and get back to it in a minute. Ah, here we go. This was just last year, okay? Uh, when there, where is it? Quarters, okay. Um, his production goes down. His completion rate goes down quarter to quarter. First quarter, this is just last season. First quarter, one hundred and four point three. Second quarter, 95.6. Third quarter, 94.7. Fourth quarter, 82. Ooh. Fourth quarter, when within seven points, needing as in meaning within within seven points, needing to get those seven points to catch and win, 71.6. Oh, my goodness gracious. He's that falling is, down on that. That is the franchise quarter. That is their franchise quarterback that they gave all that money to. Are they playing? Are Arthur Blake just kept stroking them checks. Oh man, oh man, yo, we got shout out all so those all those quarterbacks. That I mean, I'm with I'm with I'm with Nate. I was like, okay, we'll get Mac, we'll get Mac Jones. We know right. Trevor, we know Trev is gonna go first. We know Justin's gonna go somewhere in there, and Justin wound up going to Chicago. And I know Delilah and your boy Nick is happy about that. But uh, I, I'm, I'm like that. that. I'm like, okay, Mac is still on the board. Let's get Mac. They pick Kyle Pitts. They should have picked the quarterback that they could bring in and be the Aaron Rodgers to his um, Brett Favre. Because yeah. remember, Brett Favre yeah. got Brett Favre later on in his career in Green Bay. Even though he was still a legend, he was slinging a lot of passes and throwing a lot of and throwing a lot of pickles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he was, it, it, but it, they it, but they dubbed him a gunslinger. So they said, oh, you know, they was justified because he's a gunslinger. As opposed yeah. to what they call Jameis, which is just a 30 for 30 interception. You know? <laughs> oh Jameis, oh Jameis Crab Legs Winston. Mr. Mr. Um, Mr. Um, I'm gonna eat that. I'm, I'm gonna eat that W. I'm, I'm, eat, I'm, I'm gonna eat a W. We're gonna eat a W there. <laughs> why does he always look? Why does he always look? Why does Jameis Winston always look constantly surprised? Right. You ever <laughs> notice that when he's on the field, he just look like what? I was watching him doing quarterback drills. I'm like, who is sneaking up on you, brother? Run. Somebody get drive, Somebody the football, get drive the football and run. It's just you and one other dude. What are you looking at? Right. James right. just. James. She's like, hey, what are you coming? Doing? Who's coming? Are they coming? 
<laughs> Yo, uh, like uh, look, he looked like a brother that tried to break wind and found out it was something else. That's that look. Remember Eddie Murphy or Mr. Robinson's mm-hmm. neighborhood? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, somebody was knocking the door. Then, who is it? It's the landlord. That's right. <laughs> look. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> you know, this song came out. But they could have picked. They could have picked. They, I mean, they could have picked anybody. Look, I would have took Daniel Jones at this point. Just bring something. No, I maybe. No, I lie. I, because Daniel Jones would just be more of the same. You know, meet the old boss, same as the new boss. We needed somebody to get behind Matt Ryan and make him compete for his job. Right. Make right. him compete for his job and make it evident, like, look, you in a contract. I think he's in a contract year this year. You in a contract year this year. Yeah. So, you know, either either do or do not. But there is no try. Right. And, it, and if you don't do, then that is why you fail. You are the right. weakest link. Bye bye. See right. you later. Don't yeah. let the door hit you with a good Lord split you, boo boo. You'll be out. That's just what it is. And and the thing is, I mean, they, you you talk about they got Kyle Pitts. You talk about they needed a quarterback, you know, Nathan Ludington, Mac Jones. I mean, they need other help as well. You lost what offensive line. You know, you lost need, defensive help. You know, you need they need help on offense. They need help on they need help on the offensive line. They need help on the defensive line. It's like Atlanta is one of the most inconsistent good teams that I have seen in the league. Because essentially the team came, that same squad came back from the Super Bowl. Yeah. And all yeah. of a sudden, it was like they just forgot how to play football. Mm. Is it the same? Did the rules change? Is it something different? Like, like, did you forget how to play on the break? Right. What happened? You come back. It's the same football you've been playing since you were seven. Like Herman Boone said, agile, mobile, hostile. The man across the way from you, your job is to knock him in his chest and knock him on his you-know-what and do it every down for 60 minutes until the whistle blow. That's it. Right. That was my, right. my, co- my coach used to tell me that when I played Little League. You hit him in his chest and you run him over till the whistle blow. And then you get up, you help him up, you go back in the huddle, you call another play, you come back and you do it again. They Absolutely. act like they're scared to play ball, man. Shoot. It wouldn't do. Look here. I'm 51 years old. I'm six foot one. I'm about roughly 270 pounds, which puts me at about 30 pounds off weight. But it would be a good weight if I had some speed in the wheels as, as a uh, maybe a linebacker. Mm-hmm. Maybe a linebacker, something like that. Maybe a tight end. Man, mm-hmm. it wouldn't do for me right now. If Arthur Blank called me right now and said, look here, come play ball for the Falcons. Yeah. We we heard you was a super fan. Come play ball for the Falcons. I'd be on the first thing smoking to Mercedes Benz Stadium. And you know what? I'd be in there knocking jokers in their head all day. I don't care if they not me. Them get up and keep going, like your boy in um, like your boy Mark Wahlberg when he tried out for that movie where he was uh, for the Eagles. Invincible, Invincible, yeah. Where they were beating on him and he just kept going and he got to play. I I would be out there. Oh yeah, high oh, yeah. blood pressure and everything. Just knocking jokes. Come, hey, come on, young blood. Come on, young buck. Look, we gonna play oh, like we play. It. We gonna play like we play in the sandlot. I don't know. We, I can do this all day, baby. Oh, I, yeah, put I, on, I, put, I put on some liniment later. Come on, let's go. You ain't said nothing but a word. Let's I go. See it. Oh yeah. Oh, I be, can definitely be, see look, it. Be, be in the What you got? What you got? Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Getting in it, of course. Oh, absolutely. Oklahoma drills. You ain't said nothing but a word. I just flew in from Oklahoma City. Let's go. <laughs> 
You don't even pay me nothing. I got this. Oh yeah. Oh, oh no, you gonna oh no. Oh no, you gonna you gonna have to pay me. Cause look here, my PPO don't cover none of that. Huh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> doctor look right at me and say, Well, Mr. Handy, that's a pre-existing condition. How you figure? Because it existed before you walked in the door. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. Just grab it by the pads, running them all over the field. Stop crying. Stop crying. <laughs> Talk smack to it till they get mad. That's how we used to play. Look, we used to play full contact flag ball at Fort Belvoir in the intramural leagues. Mm-hmm. And that's what we used to do. Depending on what side the referee was on, I would line up on the other side, grab that dude right up on them shoulder. Be, oh, it's going to be me and you all day. I'm going to shove you around this field all day. He go get on the other side. I line up across from him. He just look at me like, Let's go, young blood. Let's go. go. Here we go. Exactly. That's what those boys need. Somebody needs to go down there and get because you know it's now. Now they gotta, you know, I mean, they gotta hold their hands and they gotta have s'mores and around the campfire and you know, like like the speech Major Payne gave at the end. I'd like to think of you not. I'd like for you all to think of me not only as your commanding officer, but as a friend. No. Been knocking, knocking jokers' heads off for 17, 18 years. Now I gotta play my no, come on, man. No. I bet you listen, I'm gonna tell you what. If they ever if they ever let the rules go lax, like they like they used to play ball back in the day. Yeah. Shoot, I remember watching them old films with Sable with Sable uh uh Sable and his pops narrating uh-huh. and watch, and watching Deacon Jones decapitate dudes. He just oh, yeah. closed clothesline them, just oh, oh, yeah. Oh yeah, me and Joe just just sticking the hands in their face mask and the whole nine. And that's when they they had the big old holes in the face mask, so you could get a whole fist in there. You know? Yes, sir. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yo, shout out, shout out to a couple of people that are watching. Shout out to uh Kyle Yacy that was watching, who had a question. He thought he was asking, "What do you think they're gonna do with the edge situation? Your your the edge rushers? They ain't gonna do nothing." They ain't gonna do nothing. I'm telling you, I'm a, I've been a Falcons fan all my life. I swear for the Lord. Look, only reason me and Arthur Blake cool right now is because I like to do yard work and I go to Home Depot. But uh, I can't, okay. I can't, I don't mess with him like that. I don't even mess with him like that. Like he ain't getting the invite to the cookout. They ain't gonna do nothing. If they do, if they do something, I will be surprised. You yeah. I'm, look, I'm a, I'll be sitting at home like, oh, they trust to actually have a defense. Come on, man. For real, for real, though. And then on top of that, they had uh, Raheem Morris as the interim coach, right? They had Raheem Morris as the interim coach. Mm-hmm. He put a, he lit a fire under them boys and had them out there playing. Instead of yeah. considering him for the coach, uh, they, they got Arthur Smith. Mm-hmm. Have, you, have you seen Arthur Smith? Mm-mm. Let me let me let me let me show you something here. Let me sharing a screen is easiest with two monitors. Okay, I got that part. That is Steve. That is Arthur Smith right there. Mm. What is that man gonna motivate them <laughs> men to do? Can somebody please tell me? He looked like he gonna be like, uh, could you could you guys please like play harder? Help. Like what? Not please, guys. I, look, I, 
I, he looked like I mean I'm not trying to I'm not trying to pick on nobody I'm not trying to shame nobody because I got picked on growing up in school but seriously that looks like the dude that got pushed into his locker wall locker in high school every single day that looks mm-hmm. like the dude that people gave the jocks gave wedges to every single day this mm. is a guy with no coaching experience whatsoever mm. Zato <laughs> head coach no head coaching experience wow. the, all those all those guys in Atlanta they need somebody with some experience this is not the time to be experimenting. I know you're in a rebuild. Okay, if you want to rebuild, that's fine. Rebuild, but at least yeah. have an architect in there that knows how to put the bricks in the mortar together. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, and you know that- what? I, I don't I don't know. Arthur Smith might turn out to be a great coach, but Raheem has been in the league. Raheem has head coaching experience. He was a head coach of the Bucks. You know, he was mm-hmm. unfortunate. He came, he had to follow behind uh Gruden, I think it was after didn't he come on right after Gruden? I think so. He had to follow behind John Gruden after they had the Super Bowl run and all that good stuff. So the expectations were high. Yeah. But he's got head he's got head coaching experience. And I think he went someplace else and was either an assistant coach. You got this guy here's an assistant who has head coaching experience. No, we don't want him. We're gonna go get somebody completely new who has zero head coaching experience whatsoever. And so that's what Atlanta is getting. And so I guess, you know what? Let me see. Let me look at his resume here. Uh, he was uh, he was a grad assistant at North Carolina for a year. He was a defensive quality control coach for your boys for a year. He was okay. a defensive intern at Ole Miss in 2010. He spent one, two, three, four, five. Ooh. He spent nine years. At uh at Tennessee, uh he was he wound up being leaving when he left there. He was offensive coordinator, so hmm. I got a, a little props to him on the offensive side because he probably built the offense that boosted Derrick Henry in in right. Tannehill and all of that. But right. he's got zero head coaching experience, none. Right, right. Uh, matter of fact, he spent more time and in, in, he spent more time with the offense in uh, Tennessee. Than he did with the defense. He spent a year as a quality control coach. I have no idea what a quality control coach does. He must <laughs> just go out there and be like, "Hey, coach, is the defense out there?" Yeah, they're out there. Okay, are we're we good. good. Are we good, guys? We're good. Yeah, <laughs> that's all he does. We're good. Everybody's good. Okay. I, I have no idea. I have no idea what a defense is a quality control. That was some <laughs> title they gave him, so they had an excuse to give him six figures a year. But how are you going to go to Walmart and apply for a job at Walmart? Like, how do you follow that? Like, what exactly you're asking for six figures? Dude, we just – you're the produce guy. But I was, I was, a, quality, I was a quality control coach at, at Tennessee. Yeah, we thought you, – but you're, you're doing the same thing here, quality control. Tomatoes. That's your specialty. Yeah. Tomatoes. Go ahead and take these 14 hour keep it pushing, Pepper. Um they, they're just not gonna do anything. I I just I'm sorry. I have been I have been as a Falcons fan. Um I, I honestly I don't think I don't know if Arthur Blank owned the team the entire time since they've been in the league. Mm-hmm. But um honestly, when they came in the league, I don't think the ownership group knew what they were doing. They had some flashes of greatness with William Andrews, Steve Barkowski, the Grits Blitz, Billy White Shoes, Johnson. Uh, they brought in June Jones, who actually gave a little spark. I think it was Dion was drafted during June Jones' tenure when they, mm-hmm. when they went to the all-black jerseys and he was leaving tickets at the gate for Elvis and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that so, yeah, Jerry, too. Jerry Glanville. 
Jerry Glan oh Jerry Glanville was a nut too. So mm -hmm. uh but that, I think there was a lot of that I think they brought a lot of that um NWA National Wrestling Alliance WWE showmanship mentality to the mm -hmm. the coaching and it worked for a minute but the team overall was still eh. they were always like okay you got this piece which is good you got this piece which is good but what 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 puzzle piece do we need to put it all together? And I think by the 90s by, by, by the time they went to the Super Bowl, they kind of figured it out. But then again, like I said, Jamal Anderson was the whole catalyst behind an offense. And right. what happened the next year? Left that Lopez burned down Andre Rising House. Eugene Robinson was still in jail. Jamal Anderson hurt his leg, and Atlanta went, it just fell off the radar again until some kid from Virginia Tech with cornrows came up and started playing the human video game all over uh, the Georgia Dome. That was that you know, and then that was when they became relevant again. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't. I, I personally, I don't mean to be that fan, but I, 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 I will root for the team, but I don't have a lot of faith that the, 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 uh, the front office will do what they're supposed to do. That is messed up. That I got no faith because, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the Bible says that <laughs> if you have the faith. Uh huh. You ever you ever have a hot dog and you want to put some mustard on it? You know where mustard come from? It comes from a little bitty seed. It's so uh -huh. small. If you if you it's gone. All you need is faith. Just that small. And you can do all things that will allow you to do all things in Christ who strengthens you. And I don't have that faith. <laughs> Philippians 4:13. Hallelujah. I don't have no faith. <laughs> I got no faith at all. I have, listen here, I have more faith uh, <laughs> I have more faith that Vanilla Ice will have a platinum selling rap album than I do that the Atlanta Falcons will do the right thing this year in the front office. But you know what? They, they could surprise me. So, <laughs> mm. Mm, that's what I was about to say. I mean, look, and you got you got Calvin Ridley. What what do you think about him with his surgery and all that stuff? I don't know what's gonna happen with Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley right now sitting home after Milka Cook because he, he take care of his leg. He went out there, my boy went out there bust his leg. Huh. He bust his leg, Sean, he bust his leg. <laughs> yeah, he no no, he, he messed up his ankle now. He had right. ankle surgery, you know. He had that ankle surgery, you know. But that part of the leg, that's what I'm talking about. Don't make me come on there, oh, bust oh, your head yeah. to the white me I swear for the law, man. <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah. <laughs> That's that bad burning man. I don't know. Calvin really uh ankle surgery. Ankle surgery can be tricky, but uh again, we also live in an age where medical technology has advanced. Medical technology has advanced so far to the point that uh 30 some odd years ago, we saw the most gruesome football injury in the history of, of the league take place. When Lawrence Taylor tackled Joe Theismann, yeah. Joe Theismann never played another down in the league. Right. In a strange, ironic, Marvel cinematic, like, Marvel cinematic, Do Doctor Strange, uh, <laughs> multiverse of madness, Twilight, Twilight Zone, Zone. Yes. type deal. <laughs> almost the same under almost the same circumstances because I saw all the stuff. It's like. Joe Theismann got tackled on a Thursday at 328. Alex Smith got tackled on a Thursday at 328. All that kind of stuff. Um, Alex Smith suffered the exact same injury. And they were playing the Giants too, weren't they? They were playing the Texans. Oh, they were playing the Texans. Yeah. Um, 
And he had to, and they said he would never walk again. Not only did he mm. walk again, my man's came out and played double near a full season of football. Yep. Well, come back player of the year. So for the ankle, I don't know exactly what the nature of his ankle injury is, but where that could have been a debilitating season ending injury 10 years, 10 years ago, even. I think he'll come back, he'll be good and strong because the boy is hungry. He wants to eat. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I, you know, you, you don't, you don't, you don't play for, for, for Saint Nick, and not want to win. You dig what I'm saying? Right. And now he's gonna be that number one. So he'll be, yeah, he'll be. Well, actually, is he gonna be the number? Is he gonna be the number one? I don't know. Pitts is no. I'm thinking about the boy. I'm thinking about the boy from Alabama that's real small. Pitts will probably be the number one. And uh, Calvin to be the number two, mm-hmm. and then as his rehab progresses, they may reassess. Mm-hmm. I, I just I don't know. I, I, I honestly, folks, I hate to come on here and give you so little and give you a whole bunch of I don't knows, but I've been a fan of this team for as long as I can remember. I even played for a little league team called the Falcons. I am not making that up. As a matter of fact, let me see if I can pull that up real quick. And show you it is one of my it was one of my profile pictures, so it'd be easy to find this in my in my where is that joker at? I mean I played show you right. I, I you know I I grew up my entire life like I was my life was dogs, tigers, falcons, and uh so that's where's the album that I'll find it in a second. See if I'd have known we were going this route, I'd have had it pulled up a lot sooner. But uh, yeah, been a Falcons fan. Is that? No, I don't want mobile uploads. I didn't want the mobile uploads. I don't know if I wanted mobile uploads. I'd have done the mobile uploads. I wanted the profile pictures. That's got less pictures in it. Sometimes I, sometimes I be getting my stuff confused. I apologize. Oh man. Um. Good lord, there it is. Wow. Open up. All right, so I'm about to share this with you right now. Hmm. Bang. There it is. This should pop up in a second. There we That's go. your boy right there. There we go. Look here. Wearing Herschel's number two, even though ah. I even though I played defense. And Trey Foe. <laughs> <laughs> the old Falcons, the Griggs Blitz Falcons with the red yeah. helmet. Oh yeah. Oh man, back when we used the leggings that went. Uh, the leggings that was like the stirrup leggings. Mm. They just didn't have. We didn't have socks. <laughs> we, didn't, we just didn't have no socks. We had to basically. You put what you did was you had the football pants on with the pads, with the thigh and the the, the thigh pads and the knee mm. pad, and then you put your sock on. But then you put the stirrup joint over the top and put your foot in that, and then yep. you put the seats on. Oh, yeah. Man, that was a whole lot of work. It was, <laughs> but it was fun though, man. So um, I've been a fan of that team as long as I can remember, and the only time that I really felt like they knew what they were doing um, during the early part of the Michael Vick era, because it's they said they said, okay, this kid can do everything. He's got a rocket for an arm. Mm. He's got. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know. All I, all I can say, all I, all I, all I can say, Sean. All I can say, Sean, about the the Falcons is terrible. 
They're just terrible. They're, they're, they're terrible. They're terrible. <laughs> they're, they're terrible. They're terrible. Shaq sitting over there want to act like he ain't sweating. He eating them hot chips. I got donuts over here. I'm sweating because I've been eating donuts. We all this terrible. The Falcons is terrible. That's all I got to say about it. they're terrible. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> they're terrible. The man of a thousand voices. They're terrible. <laughs> but see, um, we wanted to come on the show today. Uh by your invitation, if I understand correctly, we got on the phone and talked to said Yes, and I will come on and talk about the Zorbits and the Zabbers and the Zaggerts and the, the Falcons. <laughs> See, I played football for the Temple Owls. Uh-huh. We, we were horrible. It was always third and 72. And our, our mascot was not even masculine. We were the Temple Owls. And <laughs> So we got a nationally televised game. And the people came in and talked to us and said, you're going to be on television. You have to make sure not to grab certain parts of the body. You know, when you're on TV. So I'm lined up. I was playing tell. He said, Cosby, you're going in. And I said, why? So I lined up. And I saw why. Six foot eight, 478 pounds. No pads at all, just the helmet and his name, David. The quarterback <laughs> calls 48, 72, hike, and he gives the ball to me. And I see David. Why does David want to hurt me? He doesn't. He wants the ball. So I gave it to him. Oh, you should have seen the change that came over David. I, he was so happy. I turned around and blocked for her. Yeah. <laughs> I helped him out. I said, I helped him out. Go right ahead. Yes, you cannot say you feel Florentville. Okay. I got way off the beaten path. See, I like talking about stuff like this. That's how much I don't want to talk. I, all I'm hoping, please, Falcons, if you can, please at least get us Try and get us 10 wins and look respectable. What is it, 17 games this year? Try and get us 11 games this year and so, look respectable. So what What do you think, though? I'm getting, Let's go ahead and predict this. What do you think they? what y'all going to get? Okay, you got the schedule pulled up? because I showed it oh, oh, We can get that. Hold up. Give me one second. I'll get that right now. <laughs> there are people at home right now going, what the hell? They, Bill Cosby, what does Bill have to do with the Falcons? Right. Nothing. <laughs> I came on the show because Anthony was it's one of the voices inside my head and he needed to get out because Claire told me to go. And there we are. What we- <laughs> yes. And Theo is not going to score at all. <laughs> Theo. He danced, he danced, Claire. I thought rain was going to fall. Uh, let's see here. Team schedules. Here we go. NFL.com, AFC North, AFC East, AFC West, NFC North, NFC East, NFC South. Schedule tickets. Atlanta Falcons tickets free. The first three people to show up wearing a jersey. Okay. Week one, Tennessee Titans. That's a loss. Week two, Miami Dolphins at the Hard Rock. Uh, uh, that's a win. Cleveland Browns. That's a loss. Philly. Uh, I'll, I'll give him the W on that. At at at, at Tampa Bay, 
at Tampa Bay, that's a loss. So where are we now? We're at two and three at the Giants. That's a win. That's a three and three. Uh, they're going to lose to Washington. That's three and four. Uh, they're going to beat the Jets. That's four and four by week and week six. Oh, God. They play the Dolphins again? They play the Dolphins twice? Do they? Uh, week seven, they play the Dolphins. I think they lose that one. So that is four and five. They're going to lose to the Panthers. It's four and six. They will beat the Saints. That is five and six. They're going to lose the Cowboys. It's five and seven, five and eight against the Patriots, six and eight against the Jaguars, six and nine against the Bucks. I think they're going to split with the Panthers. So that's eight and nine. Wait a minute. Oh, I'm looking at preseason games. Oh, Lord, have mercy, Jesus. I have somebody else that said eight and nine. Hold up, because look, I'll give you the. Okay, give me the schedule. Let me look at it. There you go. So week one is the type. No, that those are preseason. That's preseason. So preseason go goes so right there. Game one is the Eagles. Okay, that's uh that's a loss. Okay. Uh, they lose to the Eagles. They lose to the Bucks. They beat the Giants. They and lose one, to the two. lose to the Skins. They beat the Jets. Two and three. They beat the they beat the Dolphins, lose to the Panthers, beat the Saints. So that is two wins and a loss. So that would be two and four. Four and four. Four and four. All right, you said two wins and a loss. Wait a minute, hold on. Okay, Eagles loss, Bucks loss, Giants win. Uh. One and two. Washington, you said lost. One and three. Jets win. That's two and, two three. and three. They Miami. They beat the Dolphins three and three. Lose to the Panthers three and four. Beat yep. the Saints four and four. Lose to the Cowboys four and five. Lose to the Patriots four and six. Beat the Jaguars five and six. Lose again to the Bucks. That's five and seven. I think they're going to split with the Panthers six and seven. Lost to the Niners at six and eight. Uh, they're gonna beat the Lions at six and nine. They're gonna lose to the Bills at seven and nine. They're gonna beat the Saints at eight and nine. Yeah, I got them at eight. I got them at eight and nine. Eight and nine. There we go. Nine and eight. Kyle Yacy says, uh, shout out to Ablo watching us. Y'all Negroes can't count. We, we, well, we, hey, we, if you can do better, boo boo, please feel free to come on here. Just hey, look. Look, and you can wear a shirt or you can wear no shirt at all. I'm just trying to figure out why every week your hairstyle changing like Sinclair James from Living Single. That's all I'm trying to figure out. No, no. He <laughs> got more hairstyle changes than me during the show. Just, I'm just, your hair retained heat. Bitch, I done had the same hair on this whole show. It ain't burnt me not one time. I don't, I, don't know, I don't know why the longer I do the longer I do Cat Williams during the day, it kind of goes from Cat Williams into Tyler Perry's Medea. Yeah, it brings it in. Yeah, they transition. They transition. Look, while I got you on here, you know what we do on this show. Hold on, let me see. Uh, Did you okay. lose? Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Kyle said he's flying down from Alberta. He lives in Canada to see the Washington game against the Falcons. I her Falcons fans. Shout out to you, Kyle. Hope you enjoy it. I, I might have to try that. I have to try that. I thought they said Atlanta, I thought they said Atlanta for a minute. 
Oh no, he, he uh, lives in Alberta. Alberta. Like, yeah, he's from Canada. He's from okay. Canada. Yeah. So hold up now. Hold up. Ablo said you need to have a wig in order to have hair like mine. Hey, look. Feel free to hate on me. Sit there and say my bald head ain't luxurious when you know it is. Ha! <laughs> ha! So look, look. What look? Why we? And if I let it, and if I let it grow out, it will look like the George Jefferson Panera Bread Bowl head dude right there, boy. Spice, <laughs> put some S curl in it, and be huh. like, be like Jamie Foxx and Ali. Uh huh. Is he just kidding? <laughs> you know, hey, Rumble, look. young man, Rumble. Ah. Oh. Uh, look, dance like a float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. No, you, you uh. <laughs> Your hands can't hit, but your eyes can't see. Uh, yo, look, while we have you on here, and you know why I'm I'm one half of Let's Talk Football, my amazing co-host, Janae Streller. We can't go an episode without us saying saying our our, our famous one of our famous lines that, that Janae so eloquently sang with your boys in the VP in the GP band. That make me crazy. That's <laughs> You see Brandon Gordon. Shout out to Brandon Gordon. Hitting us with a little bit of that. <laughs> oh, don't, hey, don't, catch, don't catch him when he got a couple in him and hit you with the Chris Brown. Hey, hey. hey come on now. Come on. We're going to get him on the show for that. Oh, yeah. But, yo, so, hey, so check, check me out, man. Does that make me crazy? What what you got? Give me something. You've already told me your predictions. You already told me where y'all at. So, tell me something that nobody knows. Something, something that's crazy is about to happen for y'all. So, for the Falcons? Yeah, for the Falcons. Uh, I'm going to tell you what's crazy for the Falcons. that They're actually going to play a host. They're, they're actually going to show up and think they can play football this year. Ooh. Does that make me crazy? That make me crazy. No, actually, actually, you know what? I'm gonna say this. Uh, here, here. Let me let, let, let me have a mulligan on that one. I'm gonna throw this one out there. I think, I think Atlanta is going to eke out at least ten. I know I said eight and eight and nine. I think Atlanta's going to eke out ten wins this year. Oh wow! Oh no, that's worth. That make me crazy. Because and wins. Now, now, peep this. Because I think I said they were going to split with New Orleans. Yeah. I forgot. Their two choices are Mr. Robinson's neighborhood mm-hmm. and uh, Old Crab Legs Jameis. And, yeah. uh, and Mr. And Mr. Um, 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 Mr. <laughs> yeah, Mr. E to W. E to W. And the Swiss Army knife. And yeah. you know when they when you see Taysom Hill in the backyard in the backfield, it's gonna be it's gonna either be a quarterback draw or some kind of flea flicker or something like that. Like it's mm-hmm. gonna be some trick play. They don't they I I don't think that New Orleans had a long-term plan in place. I, I thought they thought Drew Brees was going to at least last another couple of years. Yeah. And and Drew trusted his gut. He said, my arm is not where it needs to be. It's time for me to sit it down. Yeah. And he, he knew. He knew when he when he, when he walked off the field and uh when he walked off the field in the game against Tampa Bay, he knew. Mm-hmm. And he looked back. You saw he looked back. Now look, I gotta address the shirtless wonder. 
he you break you bring us the smoke. Shout out to Anthony because you bring us the smoke on Washington Football Weekly. So the Sherlock's wonder is bringing it right back to you. Wait, that's not it. Hold up, Anthony, you done bumped your head. Holy Toledo! Hey, tell me something else. I don't know. Huh? Mama, tell me something else. I don't. I done bumped my head. Listen here. I remember the first words my mama said when I was born. She took one look at me and said, "That boy look like he crazy." Yeah, let's go. Hey, hey. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, look, hey, you bringing it out? Hey, look, hey, like we alluded to earlier in the show, ladies and gentlemen, man, I, I, I'm not going to make you sit through the more Falcon stuff. I know how that tortures you. I know how that hurts your heart. I know, no, what, you, you know what you're dealing with. I know what I'm you're good. dealing with. I'm good. The doctor says that as long as I take my medications, I'm Is fine. There... <laughs> yeah. I, they said I need to talk about it. It's better to get it out of... Man, you, you don't know. I was standing in the middle of I was standing in the middle of the frozen foods aisle at two o'clock in the morning in the Harris Teeter, just going, why didn't they keep running the ball? Why didn't they keep running the ball? I went to work. Look, I and then I had and then I had to deliver mail. I, I had to deliver mail oh. to I had to deliver mail to a dude who was a Patriots fan, had oh. Patriots stuff all over his house, and um the man's name. No lie, Thomas J. Brady. Wow. So, hey, look, hey, you have a chance. Go ahead, man. 28-3. Just talk. Do you want to just get it out now? Do you want to just talk about what? I mean, you you survived it. A lot of people survived Vietnam. A lot of people survived wars. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You, you, you. Look, I, 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 if, if you if you had said maybe you had an embarrassing moment in your life where like your zipper popped and your pants fell down, something like that, you equated twenty eight and three to Vietnam. Yeah. <laughs> well, this game, look, Lieutenant, man, y'all have flashbacks, y'all like no, no, no. Forrest Gump that got shot in the ass and Lieutenant Dan came back with no legs, and you can put twenty eight. <laughs> Sometimes in life there, sometimes in life there are not enough rocks. <laughs> Yo, we're talking about Come on. Are you all right? Have you passed on? You can laugh about it now. I talk oh, to you. I'm gonna tell you, my phone, because I lived in Northern Virginia. It's a small pocket of Falcons fans around, but I primarily was the only Falcons fan in, in my crew. Yeah. So that night at halftime, man, my phone was just, <laughs> yo, your boys, your boys, your boys. And people think, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I'm not trying to celebrate yet. I'm like, I'm Kevin Hart. No, not right now. I got a lot of stuff on my mind. I got serious, you know, and I, I was trying, I was trying to keep it in. But inside, I was like, yo, the Falcons are right, doing right. this to Tom Brady? Like, All they got to do is come back and give it 30 more minutes. And I just thought, because we saw what was working. Hmm. Uh, Tevin Campbell, I know his name ain't Campbell, but I keep calling <laughs> Tevin Campbell. Tevin <laughs> Campbell. Can we talk <laughs> right. for a minute? Look. <laughs> <laughs> They just running in the secondary, stiff arming people. Shh, break it down. 
<laughs> so, so Tevin with Tev Coleman. That's why I thought because his name started with a C. Also, yeah. Tevin was like that little that little boy was running all over people like a like a short man with an angry complex. He was just bouncing out, <laughs> bouncing left, bouncing right, spit like it was like he had figured out the combo on Madden. I was like, mm-hmm. I didn't even know Atlanta had it. Atlanta had not had a running game like that since Michael Turner was a rookie. Mm. And then before that, when Mike Vick was a rookie, even though mm. – uh, and Vick and Vic and Turner played together for a little bit. And then before that, with Jamal Anderson. Mm. Like, just going back in the history that I can remember. You dig what I'm saying? And then before that was William Andrews. So it's like mm. – Well, what about – wait, y- 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 y'all were done for a little bit. I forgot about that. Didn't he give you a thousand? I think. I mean, I know he was uh, a good receiver as well. He was he was kind of a multi-purpose player. He wasn't like yeah. like running was not his only strong suit. But right, right. by the time he, he came, like in the, by the time he came in the league, they were kind of trying to do the thing where you catch passes and you run. But uh, Turner the Burner was legit. I still got his jersey in my closet. Yeah. I matter of fact, I wore my I wore my Turner jersey so much that like. Um, Yo, y'all got another running back. You know you can get another right. jersey, right? I'm like, nah, I'm good. Me and me and three three, me and three three is rocking out. Um right. hey, wait, wait. Speak speaking of three three, speaking of three three, I gotta shout out my guy, the shirtless wonder, who wore that double that double trace in high school. Oh yeah. Word? Oh yeah. Why am I not surprised that Abdul played a sport where he got to legitimately knock people in the head and knock them unconscious and not go to jail oh, for wait, it? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Don't wait, let don't make me hurt. You know I gotta show love. Okay, baby. I see you, baby Earl Campbell. Let's go. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yo, should have saw me wrestling. I was I was sparing Negroes. Yes, sir. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. Duh, I heard I heard about you and um uh I heard about you and um MMA. Huh. Our our duel was training for MMA. And like I kinda at that point I kinda knew Abdul in passing. Like I would see him. We was yeah. hanging with, you know, him and my homie used to hang out. And um he was like, Yo, I went to see Abdul fight this cat and dude caught uh dude caught him with like an overhand right or something, and dude's face just changed. And I was like, he was like, I was like, uh oh. Said dude <laughs> <laughs> look, it was it, it was like the scene. I, from what I understand, it was like the scene in the color purple, but old girl slapped Oprah, and mm. Lawrence Fishburne just stopped playing the piano, closed, and said, "Well, good night, y'all." <laughs> he said, "He said, he said, dude, beat, he said, dude, beat the brakes off that boy, put him back on, and beat him off again." Oh, <laughs> I believe it. Oh, I believe it. <laughs> I absolutely believe it. The shirtless one to get down. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Dear dude. God. <laughs> 
like oh. my, my my boy my boy Ab is one of the dudes like you know how when you with your peoples and somebody starts some beef with one of your boys and everybody be like yo man come on it ain't worth it it ain't worth it like most of us would just be like handle biz bro because what because <laughs> if we tried to stop it we would go at he was gonna fight us you right, know what I'm right exactly <laughs> yo, I ain't trying to fight you like <laughs> why y'all ain't hey why y'all ain't grab your boy. Right. You weren't trying to fight him. I wasn't trying to fight him either. I thought y'all were gonna grab him. Hey, sucks to be you, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. You should have been in the way. Yep. Oh yeah. Add me down. Over I, matter of fact, I found out the hard way. Then I'm then I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave my man alone. Um, <laughs> there, there's a certain thing that dude that Ab doesn't like, right? As far as his personal specs. And I didn't know about that at the time, and I did it, and. And my homie grabbed me quick, like he yoked me up. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? He's like, yo, he don't like that. And I was like, a word? My my bad, bro. I ain't he's like, it's like, you know how you do. It's all right. You ain't even know. It's good. Like, like, I was like, all right. I was like, whoo, that was close. Look, I'm not no small dude, okay? I, I it's not too many dudes can put the fear of God into me. Yeah. I have I have seen that man's face change. Yeah. Like somebody yeah. is fixing to die yeah. tonight. Yes. I have seen yes. that face. I have seen that face. And like his face split and, and fire shot from his eye sockets and stuff like that. I like I, I didn't want to be in the middle of that. I'm like I'm like I'm like, bro, like like for real. So my boy was like, yeah, Ab don't like that. I was like. A word. Uh, look, I turned I, I turned into Oliver Twist. Pardon me, sir. I, I, I come before you humbly begging your pardon, sir. If you would spare your loyal servant, sir, I will be in your servitude gratefully for the remainder of my days. Right, right. I no parts. Yo. <laughs> Shout out to him, man. Shout out to you. Hey, but you nah, right, man. You right. You, you absolutely nah, man. right, man. Now, Ab, we ain't embarrassing you, bro. We just we being real. It's love, man. Look, you know it is. It's man. all love. Like it, it's not a whole lot of people put the fear of God in me. Hey, and come I, on. Come on. I am. I am. Look, look. <laughs> if I ever get famous, that man is gonna be on my security detail. Like I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have a logistics dude that's gonna go in and be like, okay, we got this angle here. We have to watch, and there could be some shots from over here. Abdul, it's just gonna be the dude. If somebody say something the wrong way, I'm gonna be like, kill that motherfucker. He just gonna <laughs> ah! just, <laughs> just take him out. Just mm. <laughs> it's like what happened to him? He took care of it. Don't worry about it. And, and, then, and then he gonna be then he gonna be professional about it. He'd be like, you know, it's a funny thing. I was talking to him and he just fell down. His head was bleeding. I don't even know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Look, and you know what? And then he'll sit down for a show, and he'll be like, "Oh, sorry, guys, sorry, I'm a little late. I let a uh, had to go." Ahead. <laughs> we go. Hey. What's up? What are we talking about? Wait a minute, Sean Spencer fashion. Shout out to my guy Ab, shirtless wonder, Pierce with us on Washington Football Weekly. We showing him some love. He says we're embarrassing him. We just giving them all the love. Shout out to my guy, Sean Spencer, having me on the show. Let's go. Can't wait till Janae comes back. Let's go. Does that make me crazy? Hey, hey. Mm -hmm. <laughs>
Let's get it, yo. Let's get, yo. Look, we've been having fun. Before I let you go, we definitely got to talk about, man. Your your, your podcast out. We got to talk about, ladies and gentlemen. We got something coming up, ladies and gentlemen. It's a match between Let's Talk Football and the Ball Pit Podcast. And actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run this video real quick so people can see. We're we're gonna join forces to bring. And actually, Ablo, glad you listened, man. Uh, Anthony, man. I don't know how many people we want to put in this, but bring we it. We can do. Yo, and uh, Ab, come on through. Actually, I'm gonna put the video up, and we're gonna talk about it a little bit. Look, it is it is swing down sweet. Look, it is swing down sweet chariot, and let me get on and catch some of that AC hot. That's how yes, hot it sir. is. I got it blowing a cool 67 degrees right now. Well, I'm gonna put it to you like this: it's not even remotely as hot here. <laughs> oh, excuse me, as it is there, mm-hmm. but. Um, what is going on right now is that our AC has been out for roughly 16 days. Oh. Was- yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, hey. It's fixed now. Uh, Just so you, you know, good? it's fixed now. We I was good gonna now. Say, are you good now? Yeah. <laughs> yo. So, yo. So, September 5th, Labor Day weekend, that Sunday, we will be doing a season preview interview, man. So, we will be getting in, working this thing out. Trying to mess the Let's Talk Football family, trying to mess the families and bring the people together so we can figure out how to do this thing. And man, and, and hey, like you said, like hey, Anthony always said to me, man, table's big enough for all of us to eat. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, oh yeah. So yo, hey, I, I um, look and I, 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 I prom, I promise you this. I promise you, I promise you, the table is large enough for everybody to eat. You understand what I'm saying? You, you. You want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> I sat at a table, and there was this guy with no shirt on. Uh, uh. And I said, I want your steak. And I woke up on the floor. Why so serious? Okay, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Table's big enough to eat, though. He's giving all of them. He's giving all of them love, man. He's giving all y'all. Shout out to Adam talking about my black ass needs AC, though. We gonna work that thing out. You already know how to You ain't got up. no AC, bro? Yeah. <laughs> you had no AC? Yo. Yo. I, I, bro, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, because we were without AC for, er, we were without AC for about three weeks. And I'm telling you, it was so hot in my house. I was greeting everybody in my family like this when I got up in the morning. Wakanda forever. Like, it was right. that kind of hot. <laughs> right. And then you, you hold up, I stick to you. Maybe too sweaty for you. Yeah. Uh-oh. Right. Oh. oh. Like, like, it was, it was, good morning, your highness, hot. It was, welcome to Zamunda and right. Wakanda, hot in here. Like, it was Michael Blackson. I can't jiggy, jiggy with this shit hot in here. Yeah. It was so black in here, and I got so dark that one time I lost my feet when I took my shoes off because I got so dark. My feet was the same color as under the bed. That's how dark I got because how hot it was in this house. I got Good so Lord. dark. It got so dark that when I got out my car, when I went to the grocery store, that the oil light came on. I, guess, <laughs> I, I just, I'm telling you, man, it was hot in here. So I feel bad for you, Ab. I do. I really do. I'm gonna put some. I'm gonna put some of this cold AC air in the envelope to you. 
<laughs> yes, sir. Let's get it, yo. Dang. So, so the ball pit. So to bring it back in, the ball pit. We'll be joining the crew from Let's Talk Football and some of the crew from Washington Football Weekly. We will be doing our preseason picks. Essentially, what we are going to do is we're going to pick, uh, we are going to project before the season starts who we think is going to win each division. And then after the season is over and the playoffs have been, uh, and the uh, playoff teams have been locked in, we're going to come back, we're going to see how we did, and then we're going to give you all our playoff picks. Oh, yeah. Oh, shout out. Yeah, and definitely we'll be adding in people from both group. All three shows, to be honest with you, Let's Talk Football Roundtable, um, Washington Football Weekly, Janae Strauss with Let's Talk Football, Nathan Stell asking to join. Obviously, we more. Hey, come on. Hey, bro, come table. on. Yeah. Hey, yeah. come on. I'll make an extra state. So, so you don't want to have cars like me. Right. Abs in, you know, as long as he got that air conditioning and we good to go. So. Yeah, I'm with that. <laughs> you already know what's going on. You already know, ladies and gentlemen. But look, look, we can't look. Ladies and gentlemen, man. Oh, oh, look, shout out. Hey, shout out to Kyle Yates. He said he's watching that. Kyle, tune in, man. Tune in. Hey, hey you better out. watch. <laughs> I might bring some on. I might bring some on impersonations if I can figure out how to do some more. Get him. Yo, you already have people asking you to do different impersonations, this and that. Bring them. Bring him, hey guys! At my man Anthony's handles are at the bottom. You see, he's part of Zagnev Productions. He's created that as Mr. Fingers Ball Pit Podcast, doing his thing, man. Yo, guys, tune in because it's 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 starting to blow up. Things are starting to really happen and turn around, especially with football season coming back. And I, I know I'm excited. I know you excited because we're gonna be getting into this thing. We're gonna get diving deeper into this. Oh yeah. Oh, it's gonna be nice. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, uh, this particular season, my wife and I, <clears throat> my wife and I have a tradition we started with our very first wedding anniversary. It just so happened my wife is a Cowboys fan. It just oh, happens. Oh, oh, hey, okay. stop it! Stop okay. it! She watching. Okay. Right, she watching okay, right good, now. Good, good. I hope she is watching right now. I hope she is. Okay, it's football team, baby. Football team. Let's get it. Let's get it. Nah, she watching <laughs> Netflix. I just look. She watching Netflix right now. Oh, okay. But she's All a right. cow. She's a Cowboys fan. <laughs> And as happens on our first wedding anniversary, Atlanta was playing Dallas. Yeah. And uh, Atlanta beat Dallas. Alexander O'Neill, oh, yeah, you're fake, baby. Hold on, hold on. Alexander O'Neill used to get it in. Him and Sherelle, anyway, the whole different conversation. Um, uh, the wife, uh, let's see. So we beat Dallas by a lot. Mm. So we started what was called Handy Bowl. So Handy Bowl only comes around when Atlanta and Dallas play each other. As of last season, with that, I don't know what the hell it was, onside kick. that uh, The, the watermelon? The, the on, watermelon? The onside kick that got the – wait a minute. Dallas is the one kicked that onside kick, right? Yeah, no, no, yeah, Dallas kicked it. It was the watermelon kick where they put the ball down and it just spun. Right. And so yeah. that, was, that was the play that cost old boy his job. I don't know, like, like you again, your football player, if you're football players, you should be able to do that thing. But anyway, every time that Dallas plays, yes, Handy Bowl. My 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 last name is Handy, H A N D Y, Handy. Uh-huh. 
and and so my wife's last name is Handy, and so our favorite teams play each other, so we call it Handy Mode. That's that's anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna leave that alone. Good to hear, right? <laughs> I, I'm leave, who is that? Because all I see is Facebook that's user. Oh, that's my fiance. That's Cat. That's Cat. Okay. Hey, Cat. Hey, Cat. Um. So, right yeah, now, yeah. the re- the record at the record of Handy Bowl. <laughs> oops. <laughs> we a little loud, ain't we? Uh, the Handy Bowl record stands at three wins to two in the Falcons' favor. But I think this year Dallas is actually going to even it up. Mm-hmm. Dak is Dak is back. Uh, I forgot who they drafted. I forgot who they drafted, but Dak you know, is Michael back. Parsons. They got the Michael Parsons on defense, the Bro Cox. Um of bums. They're the Cowboys. I don't pay too much attention. To and them. then uh, and then and then of course, um in then Hollywood Brown go there. Then Marquise Brown go to no Marquise Brown went to Baltimore, didn't he? Right, right. He had Baltimore. They got they got C D C D That's yeah. what they got. Yeah, CD Lamb. Because uh, uh Brown and uh, Lamb are they both oh, right. they're both oh you guys. Right, but they right. got they got CD Lamb. Dak is back. Uh, hopefully at one hundred percent, at least for their sake. Now we don't know if Van Der Esch is going to be healthy to host. Van Der, have you have you realized that Van Der Esch has become the new Sean Lee? Mm-hmm. Exactly. I was thinking about that just the other day. They don't, like, I mean, they're studs, but they can't stay on the field. Yeah, <laughs> Sean Lee was like, "My work is done here. <laughs> He's ready. I shall move on. <laughs> the league." <laughs> He shall carry on the tradition of the League of Shadows. Right. <laughs> anyway, um, so Handy Bowl six. I think uh, I think Dallas is going to get that one. Anyway, the whole crew. Let's talk football roundtable. Washington Football Weekly ball pit. We all coming together. We're going to do this thing in a couple weeks. Mark your calendars. September fifth at one p.m. Eastern, twelve p.m. Central. 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 In the fatal four way. Season preview. I'm I'm trying to do a voice with you. You doing all the daggone voice. I'm trying to give something. (laughs) Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I got you. I got you. In a world where four podcasts come together as one. Shut. Yo, shout out to my man Anthony Handy. Let's talk football. I don't know who that is, Boo Boo. I don't know who that is over there, but he better put his shirt on. Mr. (laughs) Fitness from the creators of Let's Talk Football. Washington Football Weekly, The Round Table, and The Ball Pit, starring Sean Spencer. Let's go! Let's get it! The shirtless wonder. Man, I don't even know how he fell. He just busts his nose. <laughs> Mr. Fingers. I'm doing my I'm doing my best impersonation of Cat Williams, but it sounds like my dear. And Dave Ball. You guys are nuts. It's the NFL. I don't I don't know. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> yo, oh man, yo, this has been it was fun, at yo. this it was at this time that Anthony realized that he was probably going to need a recola after the show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm not gonna be good for anything any talking tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, my home my homeboy my homeboy called me black caliendo. I'm like, what the hell? That ain't even what is that? That's right. I mean, I got it, but you know. <laughs> anyway, we gotta shut this down, man. You realize we've been on for almost two hours. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I let it play. I let it play. Come on now. <laughs> I ain't got any. No problem with that. Oh, for sure. Yo, shout out to Nathan. Got his podcast going on, man. Yes, Big sir. Big podcast. Definitely. Everybody can eat for sure. Nate, don't. Shout out to my fiance, Kat. I'm loving it. Hearing twice 
uh, twice in person and online. Yes, through the wall. It's all good. The walls are thin here. The walls are thin here. It's great. No, to the wall. <laughs> to a sweat drop down my. Okay. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, yes, we got to wrap this thing up, man. Almost two hours in, man. Nick, no, 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 no. Hold on. Let me let me pause you for a minute. We ain't got to wrap nothing up. You know oh. who got to wrap it up? Nick Cannon. That's who needs uh, to wrap it up. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> there it is. I'm just saying, Nick Nick having six babies by 17 different women at the same time, at the same time. Hmm. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not making that up. He's got <laughs> he's had six kids in the last four or five months by several different women. Oh my goodness. So he thought it would be fun to buy his buddy Kevin Hart a llama for his birthday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Kevin Hart decided to prank him back. And uh, say something about if you need birth control advice, please feel free to call my friend Nick Cannon. He took out several billboards in Los Angeles and put Nick Cannon number on it. <laughs> Good God. So when I say Nick can when I say Nick Cannon need to wrap it up, Nick Cannon getting ready to have more kids in shorter time. It took Philip Rivers like 12, 13 years to have all them kids. All Nick them Cannon, kids. Look. Nick Cannon get ready to have an office and a watch by by the next presidential election. Hey. Nick Cannon, by the next presidential election, Nick Cannon will have enough children to field himself a full football team, defense and offense, with the associated coaching staff and the water boys and the cheerleaders and uh -huh. the people in the stands and the other people's over <laughs> the here crowd, and all of that. The whole crew, <laughs> the whole crew, the whole bunch of he'll be able to do it. Hey, okay, do what you do, Nick. Hey. <laughs> He is. That's what the problem is. Yep. Yep. I, I, all this time, look, all this time, I thought he was joking about sleeping with them wild and our girls. Mm. Hey, look, mm. hey, he look, he likes money just fine because he getting he getting a check every month from Mariah. He got say. he got look. Nick Cannon got paid like Dr. Dre's wife is about to get paid. Hold up. Wait, <laughs> that's another one. That's another one. Who's about to rake in that money? Yeah. Look, no, stop. No, we gotta go. We gotta get off this thing. I'm already, I'm already sleeping on the couch tonight. Yo, <laughs> we gotta get moving. Anthony, absolute, absolute pleasure being with you. Get down on this. We've had four or five people consistently watching all day. Shout out to Kyle Yacy. Just started, just joined in, started watching. That's the whole show. Minnesota Vikings fan, Ablo, Nathan Snell, Cat Hughes, my man Jeff in the building. Man, we, hey, they watching. The chemistry was there. The flavor was there. Yeah, I, I, boy. I can't wait to what, what we got coming this fall, man. It's going to be fire, man. Please believe that. I like it. Oh, yeah. I like it a oh, lot. Yeah. Hey, hey, so, I'm trying. Hey, I'm trying really hard to not let any more of my personality. Hold on, hold on. No wait, no. I, you got, you got to do one more. I need you to do Sean Spencer closing out a show, man. I Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we'd like to thank you for tuning in to this special edition of Let's Talk Football with my man. Shout out to my boy Anthony Fingers, Shay Shay Zagnev, Shoes Karaoke Piano Impersonal Impressions. He got his hands in a whole bunch of stuff. Thank you for stopping through. Shout out to my co-host, Janae. She'll be back. I miss you being on the show. Shout out to my fiance, who's going to make me sleep on the couch because she can hear me and Anthony being all loud on the show. And we're going to close it out with 
I don't, I don't, how do you close it out? Hey. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hey, what's going on, guys? I am Janae Strother. I'm Sean Spencer. Back. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. I gotta go out and let. Hold up. Alright, alright, alright. I am Janae Struther. I am Sean Spencer. And this is Let's Talk Football. Hold up, hold up. Normally, yo, normally we end it right there, man. But I got to, yo. Hold up, man. Hold up. He said, no, nah, I gotta show more teeth, Anthony. He saw it smiles more than the dentist. <laughs> Let's go! Let's go! And then this right here. Yo, like you got like you took like this, you took the Denzel thing, like the yeah. Denzel finger thing, and you yeah, turned it into Yeah. I, I guess hey, yes, hey, yes. This show out. with this show will be marvelous. It'll be great. I I guarantee you, I guarantee you that. I guarantee I guarantee. You. Yes, sir. 